It's not in the number. It's not in the writing down. It's not in the counting. It's not even in the event. It is that through that event, you get to go back to the feelings and emotions that you experience at that moment. And you get to amplify it inside your nervous system, which starts a chemical cascade inside your nervous system that has been shown to heal inflammation and to improve neuroplasticity. Welcome to Heal Your Relationships. This podcast is all about healing your marriage and your other close relationships without waiting for the people around you to change. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita Sun. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friends. First of all, happy Thanksgiving for anyone who celebrates. I myself grew up in India and was raised in the Hindu tradition. And so Thanksgiving was not something I even knew about and definitely didn't celebrate until I came to the US. And that was about, hmm, how long has it been? Almost 20 years now? Wow. <laughs> it's almost been 20 years now. And in those 20 years, the first 10, I would say I did not celebrate Thanksgiving. I took on call for my fellow physicians so that they could celebrate. And if I did have the day off, I just maybe went out with a friend or visited somebody or just hung out at home and relaxed and slept in and watched TV or something. But I didn't have the traditional Thanksgiving experience. And nor did I seek it out, to be honest, in the first 10 years. But in the last 10 years, it has slowly become something that I look forward to, something that I think about, something I consider as one of my own holidays and traditions, especially since having my daughter and she's now almost five and a half. It has become huge for us to celebrate these traditions, both the ones that I grew up with and also the ones that are part of her American heritage, so to speak. So we are at my in-laws house here in Grove City, Pennsylvania, which is a small township about an hour from Pittsburgh. And I probably am the only brown person <laughs> in all of Grove City, Pennsylvania. But I have to say, I've been coming down to Grove City now for, what, eight years? And luckily, knock on wood, I've always felt embraced, welcomed, and loved among my spouse's side of the family here and the extended family. So I actually love coming out here. Whatever you do to celebrate or not, I hope this day fills you with a sense of slowing down and a sense of gratitude for the things that you do have. And I emphasize the do have because even in times of difficulty and suffering in my own life, when I look back, those same times also had glimpses and moments of gratitude and blessing. Maybe a tender moment with a friend. Maybe seeing one of my elderly relatives, just spending time with them and being in their presence. Maybe it was the sense of belonging, right, that came from grieving together about a loss. Even if you are going through one of those times, I offer to you that there are glimpses, just glimpses, even in this time, of people who care and little moments of relief. Might be as small as a warm cup of coffee. I say this not to dismiss 
the grief. I say this not to minimize the suffering at all. One of my core tenets and principles and values is that a person has much more resilience and a capacity to move on when they've had the experience of feeling listened to and held and seen in their grief. You can't actually just shrug it off and be resilient. Resilience, the definition itself necessitates a sort of digesting of the difficult experience in order to move forward. So it's really important not to dismiss or minimize the hurts or the hardships or the pain. So I don't mean to do that ever, but I want to also offer that we also don't want to pretend or not see the little moments of grace and thankfulness and connection and gratitude or just even fleeting moments of relief and comfort. And the reason I want you to even acknowledge them and take them in and allow them to wash over and really saturate your nervous system for a second is because you deserve it, is because your body deserves it. It's because when you allow these little tender moments, however fleeting and however small they may be, when you actually stop, pause, absorb them and let them wash over your body and give a little thank you out into the world for those moments. When you do that, your own nervous system now has more capacity to process the hardship and the grief and to be able to survive and grow. So one of the ways that I teach gratitude and thankfulness I've noticed, I've come to realize, is different than what might be taught out in the world. At least most people that I've seen teach gratitude as a mental activity, as a cognitive activity, as a thinking process, right? So the prompt I usually hear is, open your journal, write down three or four things that you are grateful for, and do that as often as you can, if you can do it every day, even better. And that's great. That is the beginning, though. It's not actually the most effective way to be able to soothe and heal your nervous system through gratitude. Writing it down and thinking about it is the first step. But if you really want gratitude to make a difference in your mental health, then you need one step further. And this second step is vital. The second step is pausing for a second. Once you write down a moment of gratitude in your journal, pause for a second, close your eyes, go back to that moment in your imagination, in your mind, go back to that moment, actually be in that moment and let that sense of gratitude and thankfulness wash over you. Whatever emotions came up for you in that moment, it might be you felt loved, you felt seen, you felt a sense of camaraderie because of a shared joke. You felt comfort from a warm cup of coffee, right? Whatever emotions were evoked in you in that moment, close your eyes and really be with that emotion in your body. Be present to it. As you're saying thank you, be thankful for that emotion, not just for the event, because the event itself would have been meaningless 
if it didn't evoke that emotion in you. That's actually what you're grateful for. So you want to pause and say, oh, yes, that moment when I was picking up my coffee at Starbucks yesterday and I saw Steve, the barista. I hadn't seen him for a while and it was so nice to see him again. And I could see that he was happy to see me, too. He had a big smile on his face and he checked in with me and wished me happy holidays. We exchanged a few words and it felt good for a second to feel noticed and to notice another human being. And to have a sense of familiarity in what is normally a very rushed and disconnected activity, right? So you go back to that moment, you think about how it felt to see Steve smile, you notice that sense of feeling seen, you can tell from the way he's smiling that he's happy to see you too, he missed you too, you notice in your body a happiness about seeing him after a couple of weeks, and that sense of friendship, familiarity, pleasantness, belonging, connection. Those are the emotions that you feel just for a fleeting moment. You want to stop and actually notice those emotions and be grateful for that moment and for Steve for bringing those emotions and let those emotions wash over your nervous system. That's actually how gratitude improves mental health. And that's also why a lot of people might have a gratitude journal and they don't stick with it or they do it more like kind of a a rule-based activity, right? Every day before I go to bed, I have to write down three things and it becomes more like a chore, a homework. It's not in doing it in a journal and writing down two things or three things. It's not in the number. It's not in the writing down. It's not in the counting. It's not even in the event. It is that through that event, you get to go back to the feelings and emotions that you experience in that moment and you get to amplify it inside your nervous system, which starts a chemical cascade inside your nervous system that has been shown to heal inflammation and to improve neuroplasticity. If you're going to do gratitude, this is the way to make it count and to make your entire being and your mental health be better because of that exercise. So on this day of Thanksgiving, many of you, if you do celebrate, may have a tradition. Many families have a tradition of before the Thanksgiving meal to go around and say something that they're grateful for. I urge you to pause for a second as you're sharing whatever you're grateful for and go back to that moment. Maybe you're sharing right now, I'm grateful for family and for sitting around this table. I'm grateful for the food that we have and the safety that we have with the roof over our heads to be able to meet this meal together, right? Let's say you say that. Take a second to actually look around the room, feel that sense of comfort and safety and warmth inside the home. Smell the food in front of you. Feel that certainty in your nervous system, the sense of I am okay, I am seen, I'm loved, I belong. And let it actually amplify as a sensation in your body as you're saying thank you. And as an additional tip, if someone else is saying thank you or sharing what they're grateful for, see if you can ask them, wow, that's lovely. Why is that important to you? How did it make you feel? Because you learn a little bit more about them. You learn about what matters to them, why it matters to them, and how it feels in their body. And that is deeper level of connection than just listening to someone 
sharing something they're grateful for. If you can, sometimes we can, sometimes the context and everyone's busy and everyone is rushing around getting dinner or lunch and we don't have the time to ask follow-up questions and that's okay. But if you can, whenever you can, see if you can follow up with a question about that makes sense. Tell me more about why that was important to you. What did it make you feel? And I guarantee you that itself, that moment of deeper connection, curiosity from you will be another thing that you and the other person will be grateful for the next day. Right? So with that, my friends, happy Thanksgiving again. I hope you and all those that you love and that you are able to spend time with or see this week are filled with health and peace and connection. Big hugs, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like access to our Marriage Repair Toolkit, you can go to www.healyourrelationships, all one word, healyourrelationships.com and look for free training. I'll see you there.